Hi guys, welcome to the next episode of the M&M Update with the big M, AJ Morris, and the little M, Vicky Masita. Or maybe I'm the tiny M, because I am the tiny titan, so the tiny M and the medium-sized M. Yeah, I'm medium. I'm definitely medium, I'm certainly not big. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think that's it. So medium M and tiny M for the M&M Update. But anyway, that's enough about an introduction, isn't it? So two weeks out from the BNBF British Finals... Fuck. Um, I know. Week on week, it's just like flying by. And Mm. do you know what I was thinking the other day? I was just thinking it's kind of dragging. And then when you actually look at things properly in an overall picture, going that slow Mm. at all, weeks are just flying by. Mm -hmm. So start with um, you, AJ, this week, um, because I held the limelight in the first instance the last time. So um, tell us how your week's been so far. Obviously, we've been keeping update with you on the Insta stories, because you are Insta famous. Um, <laughs> but how have, you, how have you been feeling this week, and what's been going on, and what's your weight been looking like, that kind of thing? Okay, sure. So, yeah, guys, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in for another episode. If you're on cardio, if you're sort of not on cardio, whatever you're doing, thank you for tuning in and spending some time with us. Uh, if you are doing cardio and you are potentially competing in the BNBF finals, keep pushing, walk faster, turn it up a little bit. Um, That's it, tick those boxes. You're so close, guys, so keep digging, keep digging in hard, because you, you, we're almost there. And uh, so, yes, this week for me has been, I guess, what I can kind of, and we might just title the episode The Revelation, uh, mm. because I've I've just realised that, I think a lot of what I was doing essentially in, in, in sort of the weeks prior to my other shows um, was for a purpose, but that sort of purpose has now been kind of completed to an extent. Um, and now it's more so about still being in a, in a deficit and still losing some more weight, but doing it in a manner that actually is a little bit less aggressive. Um, and actually, uh, I think... <laughs> It almost looks like I could have eaten, been eating a little bit more uh, when I was doing sort of the the pushing phases. And what you've got to realize, guys, is that when you just like basically when you under eat, when you get into a deficit that's too great, everything else slows down. I mean, not only your training performance goes down, but just the gen like your your general like mechanisms that you go through in a daily process. The, your uh, RMR, your resting metabolic rate, just everything decreases and you start to slow down, slow down, slow down all these processes and you can actually end up making fat loss a hell of a lot harder than you actually need to. Uh, and that's the mentality of a bodybuilder that just wants to dig and dig and dig. And this is where you've sometimes just got to back off the gas and, and basically the revelation for me was that uh, last week, we spoke when I was on my like second or third high day and I was saying to Vicky how my body weight was pretty much uh, stable and if not, uh, actually it went up after the first high carb day and then sort of dropped again and sort of stayed stable. So I was like, you know what, like if my weight's staying stable or dropping and I'm actually looking better and all of my sessions are just being crushed and I, because I know my body, I've done three preps, I know when I'm in a deficit. I can just feel when I'm in a deficit. If I do a day at maintenance, I can feel it. If yeah. I like when I did my diet break and I was actually at maintenance and I dropped my activities, I felt it. I, I felt better. 
within two, three days, I had a little bit of a sex drive. I had a little bit better sleep. And I just felt kind of normal. You know when you just feel normal, Vicky, yeah? Like you God, feel, I, haven't, I haven't known yeah, that normal feeling yeah, in a while, but yeah. Yeah, I know. Me, me too, me too. But, like, yeah. I, and that was obviously, like, after the Midlands. And I felt normal just for a little bit. And I was like, okay, like, this is how it feels again to be a bit normal. But then you started dropping weight again, didn't you? So we kind of figured out that your maintenance level had been boosted up just that little bit more. That probably gave me a slight bit of metabolic advantage, that little phase. But then, of course, then I dug again. Mm. And to to give context, probably my weekly calories when I was digging were like 2,200 as a weekly total, um, inclusive of low days and high days. And so basically coming into this week, I was like, you know, what is the rationale behind me going back onto these sort of like really low calorie days, which were around about 1800, 1900 calories. Like what's the rationale there? I'm pretty close with regards to conditioning and you know this Vicky, I haven't shared that many pictures recently. I've shared a side chest. Mm. Um, I'm definitely not as active on the picture front as Jack Thorburn. We have to mention Jack in every single podcast. (laughs) Every episode. (laughs) But to be fair, that guy's a fucking awesome and he deserves to upload pictures because he's sick um but anyway yeah i haven't shared too many pictures but vicky knows what i'm sort of looking like and you can probably attest to the fact that i'm certainly tight um Mm. and uh so yeah i was like what's the what's the point so i i just sort of kept well actually what i did was i i tapered them a little bit from the from the high days that were basically 450 carb uh, 30 fat and 160 protein. That was the high days that I was running and sort of like, uh, they were Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and it came to Monday and I was like, okay, let's just, let's just taper them a little bit, but make some slight adjustments so that I can, I can not be on 30 grams of fat because I think that's a bit stupid to be honest, to run that for, run that for too long. So I, I, it wasn't really much of a change, but I made, I went up to 35 grams of fat. I dropped my carbohydrates to 400 and I upped my protein from 160 to 170. Um, so my calories now are just under 2,600. Um, my steps are at 20 K a day. Um, that's the only like besides a warm up before I go into my sessions that's the only CV I'm doing. Um, so it, it might sound like a lot, like 20K steps a day, and it might sound like when you look at my feed and you see me going out for power walks, my power walks again count towards my step total. So if anything, I'm I'm not I'm not doing crazy like an hour of cardio a day and two like an hour of cardio and twenty thousand steps or anything crazy in terms of expenditure. And that really relates to the fact, like, my why my training has gone so fucking well this week. Yeah, you're recovering better, aren't you? You're saving everything for your weight training sessions. Yeah, recovering better. I can attack sessions. I mean, I'm not going to lie, guys. I still feel like shit going into sessions. Like, I... I have like some weird emotions sometimes before sessions. What's, where... what's your motivation like actually going into the session? Because I found this this week as well, which I'll discuss when we get on to me. But what's your motivation been like? So when that time comes, when you're doing your pre-workout meal, are you there like raring to go again? Have you have you got to get something kind of in you, like watching something to motivate you or what? I've got to get something in. Like, I've got to get something in. I've, mm. I've got to watch something. Like if it's a JP video... 
Or even if it's Brian Whitaker posing like one week out and I'm getting his glutes out. I'm just looking at his glutes and I'm just thinking, wow, Brian must have been fucking suffering. And there's a, he doesn't like, one, Brian's going through like knee surgery at the moment, so he he won't be putting up stuff for a while. But um, there's there's not much of him out there in terms of videos because he's very quiet as a physique athlete, which is a shame because he's so cool. Um, But there's one video that I watched last week before my deadlift session of him like, pulling a hundred just over 180 kilos so 405 pounds like nice. two weeks out from WMBF worlds and i just love seeing the i don't really care about the lift but i care about what his face looks like before he picks it up yeah it's just this it's just this grimmest look of i'm gonna fucking pull you off the floor and i don't care how i feel you can see he looks he feels like shit he looks like garbage in his face, but he goes ahead and he picks that shit up the floor for like five reps. And I, I love that kind of thing. That's why, like, at the moment, my training is so intense is because I'm fueled by training with intensity. I yeah. can't go in and do fluff workouts. I, I'm scared of the week that I'm going to have to deload, which is going to be the week after the British finals. I'm legit scared to do that. Because I know mm. that I'm gonna, I'm not actually gonna enjoy that week at all. But it is mm. necessary. Otherwise, I'll bury myself. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. So yeah, I mean, yeah, to, to sort of round things up. So I've been running 400 carb, 35 fat, 170 protein for people that every bloody question every day I get, what are your macros? Because yeah. how do you eat so many carbohydrates and stay shredded? Well, I don't know. Like train hard and actually get lean first. What people don't realise is they've been following me for a while. Now they're seeing me eat all these carbs, but they've forgotten the sausage salads that I've had in the past. And oh all, yes, the all, sausage salad. Yeah, all <laughs> the fucking digging that I've done to get here, and yeah. now basically what I'm doing is essentially a form of a reverse diet. Sure. Um, so as food is 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 probably um, this week my scale weight average is down zero point eight the okay. last three days because I'm just ridiculously consistent with everything I do. My last four days, my weight has been exactly the same every single day. It dropped a pound at the start of the week, and it stayed the same for the rest of this week. So nice. I'm pumped. I'm really happy. Um, but I do look flatter at this weight now than I did like three three days ago. So I'm kind of expecting another drop because you know you know when you just feel flatter and you're like, there's a drop around the corner. Yeah. Um, so I'm expecting a drop, but so what I'm going to do is again, I'm uh, when I see this in the scale, I'm just going to taper food up. So I'm probably going to add something ridiculously Lane Norton style, like 10 grams, 15 grams of carbs and maybe two, three grams up to five grams of fat. Um, something, but, but because I'm so regimented with my food, I can actually do that. Because yeah. a lot of people will say, well, you can't do that because you can't determine the accuracy of that addition. And the discrepancies on the packs and yeah. various other bits, yeah. But you can when all you do is have a single ingredient foods. That's the thing that Absolutely. people don't realise. Like, if you all you eat is single ingredient foods and they're weighed raw or cooked or whatever, you can do that pretty damn easily, you know. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's, there's still we will be a slight discrepancy but it will be less than someone who's having lots of packaged goods. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely. So that's, that's me. So uh, the change that I'm going to make at the end of this week is I'm going to keep uh, activity the same. I actually, actually like doing the walks. Um, <laughs> 
I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna actually miss them when I do. When Vicky shouts at me, telling me not to go out for my walks in peak week, That's uh, it. or at least for the final three, three, four days, because Vicky's gonna tell me, AJ, don't go for your walk. You need to rest your legs. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, disappearing, so we'll, stop it. We'll discuss that next week in terms of like yeah. how I'm gonna approach tapering my cardio. Um, yes. But that's going to be the change. So food's going to be up. Food's going to be on the up. Um, more tatties. feet are going to be up. More tatties. More chippies. More, more chippies. chippies. Tiny bit more chippies. Tiny um, bit more chippies. The and, chips are going uh, down well on the Instagrams as well. So thank you very much for that, guys. And yeah. tagging us in all your pictures of your chippies with the air fryer. <laughs> the air fryer. So, I got tagged yeah. in a fucking air fryer purchase the other day. I know, I saw. <laughs> I was like, that. Oh, that's amazing. We are like starting this biggest craze of the, the pre-workout chip, Fucking which hilarious. is just incredible. Um, just before we go back on to me, how's yeah. your sleep been this oh, week? Obviously, with higher calories and lower expenditure. God, amazing. Mm. Unreal. Uh, and a huge shout out to uh, Callum Raystrick, uh, who I did a podcast with on digestion on when, it, when we were back at Teen Muscle Radio. And... Uh, Oh, I, I basically, I just asked him, I was like, what do you think of uh, magnesium and um, uh, as uh, as a sleep supplement and also melatonin? I haven't used yep. the melatonin yet because it hasn't arrived. I don't think I have a need for it, but I might try it a few times just to see how badly it knocks me out. Because I, yeah. I know that Josh Bridgman has been taken, uh, taking fade out by okay. Red, Redcon. Yeah. And I looked up the ingredients on that. Uh, I'm, yeah, I, I, I personally at the moment wouldn't take something like that without double, triple checking it on WADA and, and the drug forum thing. Um, but well, we had to double check melatonin in itself, didn't we? Yes, because, um, for fine. you guys who, who we were a little bit kind of confused as to whether or not we could actually use melatonin because of the fact that it crosses the blood brain barrier. Mm. Um, so sometimes it can be, it can be, um, classed as like a, an unlawful or an illegal substance that we can use in, in tested federation so we did actually have to check that didn't we yeah do you know what the scene is on GABA GABA now you see I thought personally that GABA was on the WADA ban list yeah because it's in um that Redcon sup that I because I looked up the ingredients and I was like if he's getting really really good sleep um I bet there's melatonin in it and there's a big there's a big dose of there's five milligrams of melatonin in there and you're meant to, you're yeah, yeah you're meant to start like two milligrams so josh yeah, you're, yeah. Sleep, you're sleeping like a baby because you're having a fucking ginormous hit of melatonin that's um, it but I, yeah and I, i'll probably tell him on message anyway but i wouldn't use that every night but because you'll start relying on it like no tomorrow um yeah uh, but yeah i am um, yeah we don't know about gabo it's i don't know if we'll, i you know, if anyone use basically, if there's any natural athletes looking, the the thing that uh, or watching this, um, the thing that we highly advise is become a member of the the BMBF DFAC group, where you can post up products and then also just double triple check WADA, double double check Global Joe before you take any subs because it was actually a junior that got picked up earlier in the year at the Southern for. Uh, I can't even pronounce it, but it's like hegemine or whatever it is. Yeah. Which is hegemine. Yeah. Yeah. So the poor kid only took. He was. It was probably only a pre-workout, man. And it's only ban. It's banned in competition. So all he had to do was stop that, like three, four weeks out. I don't know when it is. Hence yeah. why I don't take pre-workouts and just mm. nail black coffee. 
um, yeah. and watch Brian Whitaker, which I think is totally. I think that's all right. I think I think that's okay, isn't it? I think um, that one's all right. That's <laughs> not on the banned list. I don't think so. You watch too much <laughs> Brian Whitaker. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think yeah, just double, triple check, guys, because you don't want something silly like that coming up because that's. That's horrendous for that kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, he should have checked. Exactly. That's the, the excuse matter. of I don't know just doesn't cut it. Unfortunately, yeah. did you hear about that girl? Um, well, I can't remember whether it was this year or last year, but she got um, she got picked up on a banned substance, which was tester gel. And oh, she fuck. had she had no idea that she was actually you know using that or anything like that. But basically, she was a natural competitor. Yeah. And her boyfriend wasn't, and he was using tester gel. So what he did was obviously he put tester gel on his chest or what have you. And oh, then when no. she gave to give him a cuddle at the end of the night, it transferred, and that's what obviously came up in the drugs test as a positive. But she was banned for that. Um, oh, so fuck. it's something as simple. I mean, could you imagine? Oh my god, you'd go mental at your boyfriend, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, you'd kill him. <laughs> <laughs> proper kill him like that yeah. bastard but yeah so it, it is very very important that you check on absolutely everything that you take i do take um a pre-workout with my coffee especially at this point um i'll have my coffee and then like 10 minutes later i'll have my pre-workout before i go to the gym sure. but my pre-workout is endeavor which you can get from tom mac yeah, um totally and, recommend. yeah highly recommend that one it's a really 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 good product to use so um and that one i know is everything is is safe and i also use one from richard foster as well which is strum sports but that's when i need a really really good pump yeah um and that's lazy max and that is absolutely incredible yeah um getting a pump so yeah go and check out those two they're all natural uh products not that we should get them to sponsor this one you know obviously yeah, if we're doing this yeah yeah we should like yeah why not tom tom like yeah yeah i'll ask tom i'll talk, speak yeah, to tom. Yeah. see if we can get a, a hefty discount code hefty discount for the m M&M podcast absolutely but, yeah um, so yeah so that's cool so um sleep, yes sleep sleep wise good sleep wise really really good so I'd, I'd recommend i'd recommend magnesium um glycerate glycerate yeah. is the is the one that i use because if you use the magnesium i think uh citrate that can actually cause um it's a, it's a laxative effect so you nice. won't, you won't, you won't really be wanting that um, unless you want a dramatically low weigh-in. That could yeah, be cool. That could um, work. Yeah, you could yeah just shit out your internal organs and uh, mm-hmm. be very light on the scale the next day. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but you, you some like two twelve athletes sometimes use magnesium citrate in high doses to make weight. Um, basically, they just cause loads of diarrhea and make weight. But imagine how imagine like imagine how brutal that is. Like when you're already depleted day before the show and you're just even more depleted and then you have to weigh in and then you have to compete. Fuck that. You know, you'd also be open. like Well that's it, you'd also be like really, really flat as well yeah, because along shit. with Yeah, along with diarrhea comes with lack of water. So the minute you start, you know, yeah. prepping out all that water, you're just gonna deflate. Yeah. Um and just look really crappy. So yeah, not really advisable to have the laxative effect on yeah. show day either, you know. Um, yeah. you might mess up your tan royally. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> not not the best not the best thing to be advised. Cool. But yeah, so cool, all top right, tips let's, there. <laughs> let's, let's go on to you. So Vicky, how how have things been this week for you? Um what what was the the, the goal at the uh, well, I know the goal at the start of the week was to uh, namely bring the waist in a little bit mm. more and get the waist a little bit tighter. And uh, so how has that taken place? Uh, and then obviously like we'll move on to how your training went, etc. 
Yeah, cool. So um, that actually has been working really, really well. I've been concentrating more on um, actually holding vacuums, um, oh, which I found. Yeah, very interesting, actually. So holding vacuums just as many times as I can throughout the day has really kind of helped bring in that waste a little bit more. Do you Down... think because you've got more control of your waste now? Yeah, possibly, possibly. Um, I'm also holding planks as well um, <clears throat> and a lot of different core exercises to try and bring that waistline in. Um, I have found and spoken to a few of the higher-end um, knowledgeable people in the industry and asked them their opinion on these things. Sure. Um, and they've basically said that they find that the waste will come in along with fat mass, uh, fat reduction. Really? Fucking hell. Yeah. Okay. But the problem is with that is that I'm already super lean, yeah. Um, and if I get any leaner, I'm going to sacrifice fullness. Wait, just to just to recap that, do you, what were they saying? Were they saying that the the planks and the isometric holds cause fat loss, or just the waist no, will no, come no. in? The waist yeah. will come in with fat loss. Yeah, yeah, the waist will come in with fat loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah not yeah. through like vacuums and shit like that. You I, know, yeah, that just I just thought some listeners might get a bit confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, just holding, just holding your breath and holding your stomach in inside your ribs is not going to reduce your fat mass. I'm sorry to say, might burn about um, ten calories. Yeah, exactly, something along those lines. But you know, so we're blinking ten times. Yeah, so yeah. you know, just blink a lot more and lose fat. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so that's what they said. So with this reduction in weight and reduction in fat mass, then obviously your waist will be able to come in a little bit more. But like I just said, because I am so super lean at the moment, I can't get, I can't physically get any leaner, I don't think. No. You know, I do now have lines in my glutes, mm -hmm. which for a female is ridiculously hard to do. Yeah. Um, and is ridiculously hard to sit on for longer than five minutes. I carry a pillow around with me everywhere this week, um, which yep. is included on the recumbent bike at five o'clock in the morning. So, you know, that's fun when I walk into the gym with my pillow under my arm. <laughs> that's what I did for a bit. Uh, it's ridiculous, right? But so I'm tending Ah, but I'm tending to enjoy the recumbent bike a little bit more because it's easy. I can answer my emails when I'm doing nice. that as well. Nice. Um so, you know, it's very productive in doing it. As people do it on the Stairmaster and people do it on the um, on the cross trainer and things. You ever tried to do an email on a cross trainer? Oh, it's impossible. Yeah, no way. You just can't do Same it, right? Same with the stairs. Like, you feel like you're just attached to the stairs when you do them. Yeah. And it's kind of a horrible feeling. It is. It, really it is. is. And I felt like things like the stairs and things like the cross trainer and thing. Cross trainer, I just didn't enjoy anyway. Okay. But the stairs were just far too That's intense okay. for list cardio, so I, I just I threw them out the door um, and just stayed with either an upright bike or uh, the recumbent cycle, which is what I'm sticking to now. Sure. Um, in order to bring my waist in that tiny bit as well, just that little bit more, um, we did start incorporating two hit sessions a week, which was just five intervals of 30 seconds balled out um, everything that I got, followed by a 60 second, 60 to 90 second rest period. But I only take 60 seconds because my recovery is quite easy. Yeah, you're um, quite adapted to that. I imagine you're quite fit. Yeah, yeah. Well, with all of the training that I do as well and the fact that I'm very active and um, I've got a really active job as well, it's um, I, I am quite fit, so I do recover very fast. Mm. So I don't particularly want to um, stretch my interval or my rest intervals even longer because then it's not particularly high-intensity interval training. Yeah, That's great. like, you know, I'm doing a little bit and then I'm relaxing, so it's not the point of it. Yeah. So, Done that, and that's only two sessions a week um, of just five intervals of 30 seconds, which I've been doing on a um, pair of battle ropes, 
and a prowler push. Looks quite um, fun actually. Do you know what? I love it. Proper love it. I put a um I put a video up of me doing the, the ropes. I haven't done the prowler one yet because it's like impossible to get a video of me pushing a prowler down this huge track without somebody taking the video for me and I haven't got anybody to do it yet. Mm. Um so I haven't done that. But yeah, that's that's probably not gonna stay in um next week. I don't think. I'm not sure, but it you might find it do quite taxing on recovery. No, do you know what? I haven't noticed any difference. Okay, cool. Haven't nice. noticed any difference. And the reason for that is because my sleep isn't that brilliant anyway. Mm. Um, you know, I'm going to bed, I'm falling asleep at about 10, I'm waking up at 3 for the old lady pee. Yeah. So, and then I'm getting back into bed, but then I wake up at half 4 anyway to go to work and to start off my day. Mm. So, it's not brilliant. And obviously, if you're waking up at 3 and waking up at half 4 to get up, you don't yeah. really go back to sleep that much. No, definitely not. Nice. So, but I have found that because I separate my cardio sessions and my weight training sessions um, by at least six, maybe seven hours, mm. I don't have any kind of detrimental effect on my weight training sessions at all, uh, which is really good. Yes. So my, my weight training is a priority at the moment, obviously, to kind of keep hold of that lean muscle that I have got. And how's um, that going this week, weight training wise? Like in your sessions, are you retaining your strength? Is there anything that this week you've gone into a session and you've walked out of the session thinking, fuck, that session was was not so good or was a bad session? Or have you walked out every, of every session and thought, yeah, good, like I was happy with that? What was this week like? Every single session that I have done this week, oh, actually, just before I say that one, um, I have dropped a training day. Oh. So I was training six days a week, and now I'm training five. Okay, okay. Cool. Um, so that's that's another kind of incorporation for the hip thing. And I've just taken out a secondary leg day because I just don't really need it at this moment in time. Okay. Um, so on a Wednesday, I now have a rest day, which is really nice. Nice. Um, but, yes, every single session – I have done this week I have improved on my lifts wow, every man. single one so my my chest session or my push session was always my weakest one especially on an incline smith machine press okay. okay um and last week I mean I increased it this week by two and a half kilos yeah. and by two reps uh-huh. and I still had two reps left in reserves and I got up from the bench after doing it. And this is like a 30-degree incline. So it's a high incline as well. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It, it's harder. And the Smith machine that I do it on at work is stupid heavy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so like two weeks ago, I was only doing it with two and a half kilo plates aside. And that was it. Wow. And I was failing, you know. And it was so bad. And now I'm doing it with like um, 10 kilos aside and still having reps and reserves which to a lot of people might not seem like a lot, but for that, oh, that is, is probably that's probably about forty kilos is in my in my gym, and I'm doing it for twenty reps. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So that's you know that it's a bit it's a bit mad, and the fact that I can obviously jump that um, that amount in weight and still not lose, and these are with three second eccentrics as well. Mm. So the fact that I can jump that weight, increasing my strength, still have reps in reserve, and feel like where the hell did that strength come from on these calories and and this far out? You know, it's it's absolutely immense. So that was on my that was on my my push session. Had a rest day Wednesday and then yes, what day are we today? Oh yeah, so yesterday I had a refeed day. Mm-hmm. Awesome, <laughs> awesome refeed day. Lots of chippies, lots of rice, lots of pineapple and bagels. And Perfect, bagels. strong and bagels, strong. Mm. Now, never underestimate the power of the chippy. 
because <laughs> you remember I put, I don't know if people were following the Instagram, but um, a few weeks ago, remember I was on the pec deck and I was like, the thing that I hate about being in a deficit is that I lose one of my favorite presses, which is my seated dumbbell overhead press. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and when I came down to see you, I was pressing like uh, 18s or something, or yeah. 20 with my hand, something, um, something along those lines. And then you told me off and said, just drop it and get more reps, it's fine. So I did that. Um, but this time, when I did that video, I did 14 kilo dumbbells, and all I needed to get was 14 reps, and I failed on it. Mm. And I was so, so pissed off. And for the last couple of weeks, you know, it's just been gradually building up. So I've kept it at 14 kilos, but then it went up to like 17 reps, which I was happy. My rep range at the moment is 14 to 18. Um, and then yesterday, I had my chippies pre-workout. Yeah. <laughs> awesome chippies, Texas-style chippies as well. So, you know, smoked paprika and all that malarkey. Ooh. Yeah. Um, um, went into the gym, picked up my 14s. I was just like, do you know what? I'm going to fucking smash this workout. Picked them up, whacked them over my head, did 18 reps, two reps left in reserve, piss easy. I actually <laughs> got up. I had my headphones on, my big, you know, fuck off, leave me alone headphones, yeah. which he actually pays attention to. They still come up and talk to you. <laughs> um, but I had those on. I put my weights down and just got up from the bench and went, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, the clap of peace. The clap of peace, and I had so many people just look at me like that. Uh, so that was quite hilarious. Um, but yeah, it was a good session. So yesterday it was an awesome session. I came back in the house and I was like, you know what? I really smashed that session. I was really happy with it. Good. Um, and then woke up this morning hoping to feel really full and really pumped because I've had like <laughs> hundred grams of carbs yesterday. Nah. <laughs> and um, yeah, nothing. Yeah. So just Didn't so people. Oh, just burn straight through, mate. Burn straight through. So just so people aren't aware, when you have a refeed, and I'm talking about a refeed, not a cheat here, guys, yeah. a refeed, you would still expect to put on some kind of scale weight. Exactly. Glycogen, water, just the sheer volume of food that's obviously been changed. Um, and I was hoping to have put on about a pound and a half possibly two yeah depending on you know the time that i wake up um no i lost half a pound Mental. yeah stupid so lost half a pound still flat as a pancake with no filling um so basically a crepe it'd be interesting are you training today yes be interesting to see how you look during training because i think even when refed it's rare to wake up feeling significantly fuller um comparative to when you wake up on a normal day just because you've you've been fasted for so long you've been out w without water for so long it'll be interesting to see what you look like during your training because i personally even after refeeds where i have gained weight i don't wake up feeling full um yeah. i still wake up looking pretty much the same as i would the well if if it was a big refeed and I'd spilled a little, which hasn't really happened this prep, but maybe happened in the past. I'd see it, and I'd see a difference in the pictures. But usually, I look fairly similar. It's only when I get into the training session, I'm like, "Wow, this is like I have more of a pump." Yeah. Um, so, like we talked about last week with the with the pump fading during workouts, maybe what you'll find today is that the pump hangs around for that little bit longer. Um, mm. but maybe it doesn't and maybe to be fair you've just shifted through the substrate which wouldn't be a surprise to be honest no, um, no. and also what we've got to think about as well at the same time similar to me is that the, the, the coming off the low days which are which are low for you very low for you and your energy expenditure 
you know, there's got to be some shift in cortisol levels as you go into the high day. Not oh, only, yeah. not only have you just spent, you know, about a minute talking about bagels and chippies and sounding extremely <laughs> excited. I think there's probably some element of cortisol reduction there when you get bit. into this high day and you're like chippies, Texas chippies. chippies. Yeah, there we go. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but, but when, you know, but, but, so but when someone tells you you're having a salad for meal too, I bet you're like, fuck that, oh, fuck that, exactly. So yeah, um, yeah it is very, very funny, that. and it's it's funny that um, myself and Scott, my husband, we were watching a program. You've got to see it. It's like the funniest thing to watch when you're in a deficit. It's called Ginormous Food. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, seriously, you think that Adam Richmond on Man Vs. Food is bad enough to watch? Wait, just try this ginormous food. The guy is disgusting, to be oh, perfectly God. honest. I mean, he's the size of a house. He's got this huge um, ginger beard, and he looks a little bit like a, a fat version of Bear Grylls. Um, oh, and he attacks the food that comes out. You should see these things. I mean, they are freaking enormous. <laughs> And he actually weighs it and measures it. And one of these things that he did, right, a grilled cheese sandwich. One of the, if anybody knows me and my American history and stuff like that, I'm mental on grilled cheese, which is just basically a cheese toasty, right? Yeah. This thing had 10 slices of Hawaiian bread. <laughs> it had like half of a pulled beef shoulder in it, loads of bacon, 10 or 12 different kinds of cheese, and um, more che- mac and cheese on the top. And... The guy who, who was, or the chef who was making it actually skewered it. You know when you have those big club sandwiches, you just have like a giant skewer or toothpick through it? Yeah. He skewered it with a knife, <laughs> like a proper knife, like this big. And then he did it like this and then just went, see, boom. I'm like, ah, he's doing that because he's stoned. The guy is stoned and he's just made an incredible <laughs> munchies toasty. It's a Scooby snack, <laughs> right? And I was looking at it, and I even said, that is disgusting. But in some sick, sordid way, I kind of want grilled cheese. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it is funny that you do get hyper-food focused, even on things that really are not going to tickle your fancy at all. Yeah. You know? Now, yeah. chippies and bagels, they'll always tickle my fancy, especially cinnamon and raisin bagels with meridian jam. Nice. Uh-huh. 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 Um, yeah. So the good news is, is that because I dropped weight and I still look flat as fuck, yeah. um, I'll be feeding again today yeah. on exactly the same thing. So I'm yeah. having chippies as soon as we're coming off the MN update, which I'm very excited about. Cool. Um, so yeah, so that's obviously my plan for today. And then I'm going to go and hit a leg day, which I just need to be a little bit more cautious of because I've just finished up an hour's worth of physio on my ham. Yeah, yeah. So I just kind of keep an eye on that. I've but that's legs as well. Strong. Oh strong um so yeah so hopefully what i might do though with you saying that is that i might actually take some footage of me doing some training um and just do some just do some curls at the end or something or some just do some light upper body just to try and get a pump and just see if you mm. see if you feel a little bit fuller that's what i do personally um yeah. Uh, yeah but to be honest you'll you'll probably by just getting hot and getting warm and getting water and uh, substrate moving around in your lower body day, you'll probably get a pump anyway. Um, sure. And you'll probably feel whether you're any fuller or not, and mm. then you'll you'll see um, you'll see via that. That's something that I've always felt like you can almost and it, when you know your body this well, you can just like you can just see it and feel it. Like mm. I said to Jack the other day, I was like, I'm feeling flatter than I was two three days ago. I was like, just feel. Like, I was I was like, just feel my biceps. And he was like, "Yeah, no, I can, I can feel. Feel that. me, bro. <laughs> I, can, I can feel that. It just, it, it, the muscle has like a 
uh, an empty feeling. Mm. Whereas when you're when you're decently full, and this is how you should feel like in the days leading up to a show, or at least definitely backstage, is that it should feel like it's like fit for bursting. Yeah. Um, and it should feel like there's stuff in there, not just an empty sack of shit, which is yeah. what I've stepped on stage like a few times already, and it's not a good look. Um, no. Especially if you're not peeled peeled, which I wasn't at my first show. So it was a combination of not being peeled, peeled, and also being flat, which made me look even fatter. Um, yeah. So if you, yeah, if you, if you want to look like diced and, you know, at your peak, at your peak condition with good fullness, like you've got to master the act of knowing how that feels. Um, that's something I hope to do in in sort of fourteen days ish time kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll we'll leave it there because I think this has been a good update, a good roundup. We've hit a nice time period for people on their cardio. So do you want to, as you intro, do you want to wrap things up and tell people what to do in terms of uh, screenshotting our faces and things like that? And Oh, yeah, definitely screenshots. So, you know, if you're um, if you're watching this on YouTube, AJ, give us a big smile and stuff like that. This is the screenshot I want to see. So there you go. So we've got some screenshots there. We should have done that ourselves. What a knock. Yeah. Why didn't we do that? Oh, well, never mind. So, yeah, so get some screenshots of us. Tag us in your post. Um, obviously, follow AJ, follow myself. Um, I've got another podcast coming out this week on Don't Fear the Weight. So uh, make sure that you yes. tune in for that one as well. That's really going to be quite interesting. Um, a bit more science-y, but, you know, it's it's good to it's good for an hour on the cardio stairmaster, I would have thought oh. so. So in the words of Porky Pig... That's all, folks, mm-hmm. and we shall see you next week on the next episode of the Medium M and Tiny M M&M Update. Um, and as always, if you've got any questions or anything that you want us to answer about our preps, then obviously put it in the comments section and we will get back to you ASAP. Mm-hmm. Cheers, guys. See you later. Cheers. Bye.